Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hey, everybody. It is Friday, and normally that means an episode of Meme Wars with Brian McWilliams and I going through um, some hilarious uh, memes to shoot you into your weekend with a big smile on your face. But this week, we got something a little bit different for you. I don't know if you remember a guy by the name of Mark Clare, long flowing hair, um, funny guy, used to be a podcaster here at Lions of Liberty, actually the founder of the Lions of Liberty podcast and co-founder of Lions of Liberty. He has moved on and started his own show, The Mark Clare Show, and we wanted to bring you a snippet, a little piece, about 20 minutes of his first episode of The Mark Clare Show. So here it is, episode number one of The Mark Clare Show. Please go and subscribe to his show so you get every single ep- episode. You can find it on any podcasting platform. Punch it in, The Mark Clare Show. It's not hard. Enjoy. Welcome, my friends, to the premiere edition of the Mark Claire Show. I am here. For those of you on video, you can see I am in the the Mark Claire Show studios here, just outside of Tampa, Florida. It is still a work in progress. Life is a work in progress. Podcasts are a work in progress. Uh, but at some point, you know, I, I had to just get this thing going. Uh, so here we are today on. All Hallows' Eve, a very appropriate evening to be dropping not just the premiere episode of The Mark Claire Show, but particularly considering my guest today. Uh, he is the host of the Confessionals podcast, Tony Merkel. Really excited to be talking to him. Uh, I've been listening to his show for quite some time, so I'm really excited to share what he's been doing with my audience today. Uh, if you want to know more about this show, what I'm doing here, who the heck am I? What is going on? Well, all you got to do is go find episode zero. By the time this airs, you will be able to just click back in your feed. It should just be the show right before this one, Mark Claire Show, episode zero, where I break down everything that this show is about, what I'm trying to do here, yada, 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 yada. Uh, There are many ways you can support this show, but I'm going to save that for the end because I just want to get into today's episode. So without further ado, here is my interview with Tony Merkel of the Confessionals Podcast. Welcome to the Mark Claire Show. My guest today is the host of the Confessionals Podcast, where witnesses come and share their true stories of the paranormal, the unexplained, and so much more. I'm very pleased to welcome Tony Merkel. Tony, welcome to my show. Thanks for having me, man. Congratulations on the new show. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. And, um, you know, it felt appropriate to make you my first guest uh, for a few different reasons. Uh, sort of the day this is going to be airing being one of them, but also just to kind of show my audience that, you know, being a formerly political podcaster, how much of a different direction I'm going to be going in here. So um, enough about me. Let's get into a little bit of your story. And um, I'm just kind of curious a little bit of your background and when or where you started to take interest in the paranormal, the unexplained. And you can kind of take us into how that got you to the point of I'm going to actually start a podcast about this yeah uh how much time do we have because uh you, you I, said till eight o'clock so about six hours is that enough yeah <laughs> that's fine i was always interested in in this, the topics and stuff but uh growing up i'm still the kind of person i won't watch horror movies they scare the heck out of me and so uh it, it's kind of funny in the sense of what i do uh but when I was a kid growing up, it was all about the uh, the Bigfoot. It was about uh, even werewolves and just uh, looking for lost treasure, the mysteries of life. Um, as I got, I think it was like I think I found out Santa Claus wasn't real in second grade. And when I figured that out, I was like, "No, we have to hold on to some kind of magic here." <laughs> and so I was uh, I was just interested in a lot of the paranormal talk and stuff. And um, then uh, we we go to college and we do the whole. Uh, college route and you know trying to find a a, a long time uh, person to spend the rest of my life with and just this stuff was off the off the table for me and uh me and my wife we got married at 21 and early in our marriage uh i was bored out of my mind i was just like uh all my friends are going to clubs doing stuff and i'm going to work and then coming home and spending time with my wife and i'm just like I got to find some <laughs> hobby or something. <laughs> you skipped the degenerate twenties uh, so that I, I, some of us kind of had. <laughs> oh yeah. Like I have, I have no concept of any of that uh, at all. I, I, um, I, I still, I'm still lost going to a bar to order a drink. I'm just like, give me something. I don't know. Like, like they're, they're like people will order a bunch of different drinks and stuff. I'm You're like, the guy I don't in know the movie that, that just walks in and just <laughs> orders a drink, whatever that is. Yeah. Just, just give me something. I, I, I'm, I'm good. So, um, yeah, I, I lack a lot of uh, 20s life experience, put it that way. Uh, but I remember I had I started driving truck and uh, I was it was in the morning and I was watching, uh, I think it was like History Channel or something. And it was the t- it was a TV show. Um, oh, now I'm drawing a blank uh, Monster Quest. And uh, they were always featuring different kind of cryptids and, and weird monsters and stuff. And I found it interesting, obviously. And I remember the one day I was just sitting there and I was like, you know, I'm really digging this show, but I got to go to work and I kind of want to call off work to watch this show. Uh, I can't get in the habit of doing that. So uh, I was, I went online. I think I went on Google and I was just looking for, um, I, I typed in like, uh, I don't know, like uh, Bigfoot uh, radio or something like that. And I stumbled across the world of podcasts. And this was probably like in 2015, I'd say. And um, I was just like, what are, I've heard of this podcast thing, but you're telling me there's all this stuff out there. And I just started binging on a bunch of different shows. And, um, and then things, things kind of took a more uh, serious route for me in the sense that I, I decided to uh, start really engaging in these communities online. And uh, I had started a Facebook group and t- focusing on the idea of Sasquatch. And I, I, there, there was a time, and this is where it kind of takes a spiritual route for me as well, because uh, as somebody who is a Christian, I started hearing people talk about uh, these topics in a way that I was very uncomfortable with at first uh, because people were saying things like, you know, when I go into the woods looking for Bigfoot, it's a spiritual experience for me. And I'm just thinking to myself, 
I, I don't know if these are the kind of people I need to be hanging out with because it's almost like they were worshiping this idea of Bigfoot. And, uh, and I was praying about it in my truck one day. I'm just a truck driver dr- praying about it because uh, I was thinking about closing my group down or just leaving it. And uh, I, I really felt God telling me that he put me in this community for a reason. And uh, when I started seeing things that way, where I started feeling like I, I was, I'm actually meant to be here, uh, things kind of progressed for me. And then uh, I, again, I felt like I, I heard God telling me that I was going to start a podcast. And he even gave me the name of the person who's going to befriend me in that process, which is Wes Germer from Sasquatch Chronicles. And uh, I had never talked to Wes my entire life. I had when listened you, to his podcast When you say his name stuff. came to you, do you mean like you literally, like, can you describe that? What's that, what that's like a little bit more? Like, are you actually hearing a, a, a literal voice telling you someone's name? I wish. Yeah, that, that'd be very easy to describe. Um, so I, I, I wish it was easy to describe. It's the same way that I actually became a Christian. Um, I, I was raised in a Christian household, but I never truly for myself was a Christian. I just kind of leaned on my parents for a spiritual crutch kind of thing. And uh, we got married and uh, I almost sank my marriage in my mid twenties on purpose. And um, I, uh, I remember our marriage was good and I was sitting in a church at a funeral and I, uh, I was getting actually really angry in the, in the, at the funeral because uh, my wife's uncle is a Baptist pastor and he gets up and nobody asked him to do this. He just got up and started preaching the gospel of Jesus. And I'm just like, dude, shut up. You're embarrassing yourself. You're embarrassing me. Like I was getting really irately angry that this guy had the nerve to just stand up and just start talking un- uninvited. And um, in that moment, this is when it first happened to me, uh, I felt God speak to like it was like a, what I what now I call the Holy Spirit speak to my heart, but it was so clear. It was like um, it, it was like the spirit of Tony was being talked to by the spirit of God, and it was very direct. Like it, it was like um, I felt like I was the only person in the universe at that time. Like it was like holy crap, there's this Creator God, and He's literally zeroing in on me in this moment. And in the middle of my anger, I just felt the Holy Spirit say, and this is mind you, this was a time where. I, I was um, in a point in my life where I was a truck driver trying to get my marriage right. And it was going good with my marriage, but I didn't like the way I was in the sense that I noticed that of all the truck drivers that I was around, I'm, I'm around guys 30 years experience in driving. I was the meanest, nastiest person out of You're all You're not supposed them. to be mean and for another I, 20 I, I or just, 30 years of that stuff. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and I, I started looking around and they would comment things like that. And I started looking around and I was like, I don't, I don't want to be like that, you know? And so... I was making a concerted effort trying to be a nicer person to people in general and stuff. And like before I was, and I'm from Philly. So it was like, you're kind of rough around the edges. And, um, I, I before I would snap on somebody, I'd be like breathe, you know? And, uh, I, I, but in that time in my life, I was trying to become a better person. And, uh, when I felt God speak to me in that church, he said, you don't need to change to come to me, just come to me and I'll change you. And it's not magical words, but that's what I felt like my spirit, my soul was hearing and it changed me. Like I, I literally walked out of that church, a different person to the point that I sat down in the car. My wife's like almost like pushing herself up against the door, looking at me like, are you okay? Like, cause I'm like, I'm like, I'm good. I just don't know what just happened to me. And then over time I, I figured it out. Uh, but anyways, back to the truck driving thing. Uh, it's the same exact thing happened there where I, I was driving and I don't even think I was praying at the time. I just felt like the Holy Spirit speak to me and said, one day you're going to podcast and you're going to work with Wes Germer. And then a month later, I, I, I was like, okay, Did so you know who these kind of things would happen before? to me. Okay, because that would yeah, be crazy. I listened to his just... podcast, <laughs> right? Maybe not. I mean, it's, it's still pretty um, amazing. I, I had listened to 
for sure. I, I, I knew him. I knew the show. I listened to a lot of different podcasts. I mean, driving truck all day, 12, 14 hours a day. You just drive around uh, and uh, you listen to stuff. But I, I went home that night and per tradition, because this isn't the first time that's happened to me, um, I would tell my wife just because I wanted somebody to witness when... Because part of it's like, you're like, what is going on here? You know, so... I got in the habit of telling my wife when I felt like God was telling me something just so that I had somebody else that I could say, my wife knew that this was going to happen. And uh, I went home, did that. And then about a month later, I backed my truck up into the dock at work and I was getting ready to wind my night down. It's probably like eight o'clock at night. And uh, I got a phone call on my uh, Facebook messenger app uh, from Wes Germer. And uh, I answered the phone and we talked for like 45 minutes. And in our first conversation, he's like, I think you'd be a good podcaster. And I was just like, I already knew you were going to say that, bro. Like, like it was, uh, it was very, it was, a, uh, it was one of the most uh, confirming spiritual experiences I've ever had in my life. Um, and so, doing what I do now with paranormal podcasting, uh, this is something that I truly like. I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life, and it may not be forever. Like, I, I like, I, I always tell people, one day it might be all just kind of pulled back. Like, I, I believe God gave me this. So I believe that God can take it away if he wants it. If it's just a time and he's just like, Hey, it's time to move on. Uh, I, and I'm fine with that, you know? Uh, but right now, uh, I am where I am and I'm, I'm a full-time podcaster now. I, I don't drive a truck anymore. And, um, I'm trying to build a, a media company and, where we do uh, a lot of other things as well. And, uh, I, I think that, I, I think that there's certain people suited to do this kind of thing. And I, over time I'm learning that I'm, I'm unique in the sense that I'm not special. Like I'm not a, a super genius or anything like that. I, I don't really have traditional uh, perspectives when it comes to ghost hunting and things like that. But uh, when it comes to the the business side of things, I'm very much an entrepreneur, uh, and I, I don't. I'm not lazy. I I move. I go. I do things. And at the same time, uh, I view when when money comes into the situation, I view it very differently. Um, I don't care about it. Like I want to make sure I can feed my family and stuff, but at the end of the day, um, I just told my wife this yesterday. We were talking about all the stuff that you know where we're at in life. And I told her I said literally, if it was all pulled away, and I just we, we wound up being broke, poor again, and I go back to living in a trailer next to a river somewhere, I'm good with it. Like like I'm just good with whatever. And I think that that there's a uniqueness there uh, in the entrepreneurial spirit that I have because most entrepreneurs are like, like, go, 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 keep accumulating, accumulating, accumulating. And I'm like that. But at the same time, I'm just like, if it all goes away, I'm, I'm good with that as well. But that doesn't affect my motivation and my, my go nature as well. Like I'm not, I'm not lazy. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's that a really... <laughs> Frankly, I'm jealous of the of the way of the way you can look at things like that because I think often we can get so attached, uh, understandably, because we're putting our, our all our effort, all our time, all of our passion into something so attached to the success of a certain thing by whatever metric we may we may decide upon. Um, whereas, you know. I, and I've tried to work on this a bit myself to just be more, you know, embracing whatever comes, put myself into things, um, do my best, and then try not to attach yourself too much to a specific result. So for me, that's more of a work in progress, but that sounds like it comes a little more naturally for you. Yeah, I, I think um, I think this is kind of where the the the, the growing up with the parents I had um, comes in. Uh, my my parents, especially once my dad became a Christian, uh, he was very. Uh, very strict on certain things. And one of the things he always hammered into us was, you know, money isn't the beginning and end of everything. And, uh, and, and to a fault to the, in, in a sense where uh, I don't view money the same way as uh, a lot of people view money. 
uh, I, I find it very useful and I, I pursue getting as much as possible, uh, but I'm not in love with it. And I just, the way I look at it is, uh, I, I believe God gave me the money. And so it's my job to be a steward of that, just like I would be a steward of something else. Like if my neighbor said, hey, watch my cat for me, I'm going to watch your cat for you and take care of it. Um, I view money the same way. It's not mine. It's something that I feel God has blessed me with. And uh, he wants me to put it in certain directions. And that's why I feel like we're doing the media company because um, that's the direction I feel we were supposed to be going. And uh, I have no idea what I'm doing with the media company. Like, I'm just like, people are like, well, how's it going? I'm like, um, we're figuring it out as we go. You know, like I, I'm former trucker here, pro- podcaster now, and now we're trying to build a media I think company. There's something it is what it is. to that as well, though, with whether it's a company you're starting, a podcast you're starting. Um, at some point, yes, you do need to have a certain amount of plans ahead of time. You do need to do a, a certain amount of forethought. But at some point, you just got to kind of start it and let it become whatever it becomes. Uh, I think in your case, we can maybe get into the beginning of your podcast a little bit because I know that early on you were, I think you were just like recording on your phone at first. So, and now, I mean, the quality is just, you know, through the roof. So obviously there's a progression there. Um, and, and at some point you just had to tell yourself, all right, maybe I don't have know much about audio. Maybe I don't have all this set up here and there, but I have a phone and it works and I can start this thing. So maybe you can walk me through a little more of the actual launch of the podcast and, and how you actually focused on the idea itself. So uh, the, the podcast was originally a YouTube series that I was doing. And I think that's where Wes saw me first. Uh, and it w- I was not interested in and quote unquote interviewing people or even doing discussions. I, 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 I just wanted people to share their experiences and it was Bigfoot centric. And, uh, so I think we had probably about five or 10 videos where I would, I had a recording app on my phone and I would call the person up and I just say, can you just introduce yourself as to who you are and tell your story? They would tell their story. I wouldn't say a word. And I'd be like, thank you very much. And I'd hang up and I posted on, on YouTube and uh, it didn't it didn't really go anywhere as far as I can remember. Um, but I did call it the confessionals. And it was this idea that uh, people coming forward and sharing what they've been through and almost getting it off their chest, the confessional aspect of it. Um, and and my wife always tells me I could have thought of a better name because people just when you see the show title, the confessionals, people are like, they wouldn't guess it was paranormal unless they read the description, yeah. you know, and so. Um, that's kind of how it all started. And then when I decided to go into podcasting and, and, and not just do this phone recording app on my phone thing for the YouTube videos, uh, I in the YouTube videos was just literally the audio overlaid an, on an image. Like I, I wasn't on video or anything. Um, I, I decided to pull out some audio equipment that I had from from college. And it was just a... Uh, uh, it was... Um, uh, was it M Audio Nova? M Audio Nova uh, microphone and a um, an a- audio interface that I would plug into the computer, and that's what I started on. And I didn't know I, at first. I was like, "Man, this audio quality is amazing because it's way better than the phone." And uh, uh, but I I quickly learned that I was lacking on things with audio quality, and so I just constantly looked for other things to add on to the production side of things. And uh, now the process I have for producing audio, I mean, it's probably not the most uh, time efficient, but it's just the way I learned. And so like I have like several programs I run audio through and everyone's like, you're freaking crazy, dude. Like, like nobody, nobody cares that much when they're listening. They don't know the difference between that program and that program. I'm just like, (laughs) yeah, but I, yeah, like, like, I'm like, I do. And 
it's gonna it, like it's gonna make me feel like I'm I'm um, I'm cheating if I don't do it the way I, I like it. And uh, you know, I, I've recently I've changed some things. I've I've actually uh, bought a few plugins for the the uh, digital audio workstation that I'm using, and uh, that's been helping a lot, save some time. But ultimately, I still do a lot more than other people, and it's not because of anything other than. I'm self-taught. I had to figure it out myself, and this is the process I, I landed on in the pro- in the process of trying to get good audio quality. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've definitely come a long way from the uh, cell phone recording, putting it on YouTube kind of thing. But uh, it, it was uh, it was definitely a journey. Uh, I, I listened back to the first episode. The first episode was recorded with that M Audio Nova, and I, I I remember when I recorded that first episode, I was so proud of it. I was just like, this is. This is it. Like I was like, this is I, I'm already I here. Like I, I started saying things like, um, my my show's already there. I'm just waiting for people to find me. And uh, and then I started, you know, listening back to my show on Monday mornings while I'm driving the truck. I'm like, hmm, I could have done this a little better. And I start p- picking it apart. And that's what I tell people when they're when they're uh, podcasting and just starting out. A lot of people ask me for advice and stuff. And I just, you know, I tell them what I did and stuff. But one of the things is like. You gotta like be honest with yourself because if you're not honest with yourself, I mean, you're not gonna advance very far unless you're really that good off the jump. Because most people aren't, you know. Even Joe Rogan was, and it's just Joe Rogan's Joe Rogan. So, uh, but I mean, you you look back at his early stages of, um, I think it was Justin TV. He was he was broadcasting on, which doesn't even exist anymore. I don't think it was like one of the first websites you could log on to, create an account, and you could go live on this. Web- it was just like what? Wow, you know. Uh, but that's where he started. And so, I mean, he's come a long way, obviously, too. So it's all about progression and, and um, being honest with yourself. And that's just what I pride myself on. And like, there's like, like I said, I literally just bought some plugins a couple of weeks ago to change some things. I mean, listen, I'm already full time podcasting. Like, I could just settle and be like, ah, it is what it is. It's good, you know? Uh, but I'm always trying to be honest with myself. And I still think my show needs work. Okay. Hope you guys enjoyed that uh, little. Small snippet, 20-minute segment of Mark's first episode of The Mark Claire Show. Please go and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. We fully support Mark in what he's doing, as we've talked about you know, endlessly um, on, on our shows and, and Mark on his show. There's no bad blood between the two of us. We had a, a mutual um, decision to split really it's kind of remarkable how it uh, how it all worked out and honestly i think in the long run um i think you're going to get better content from all of us um under this format and i really really like the direction that mark has taken this show i really enjoyed episode number one with uh tony merkel so please go listen to the rest go subscribe to the mark claire show and i will talk to you all on monday with a new episode of Finding Freedom. Until then, always remember to keep your head up and the fires of liberty burning.